Okay. Today's vad was dedicated to Fuah Shalema. Chalabat Simo Fega. If I got that right. Chalabat Simo Fega. Okay. Bezat Hashem, Zechut Alimud HaTorah, Zechut Al-Tzedakah, Shishahavim Refuah Shalema. So now we're holding really closely on Kippur. And we just want to try to get the last few preparations in here. Hopefully we'll do another Vad and Yom Kippur on Sunday. Okay? So we've been talking about a very, very important Yesoid. We said over Chazal yesterday in the Vad, about on Yom Kippur, Hashem takes all the Averot of the Jewish people, and he throws it on Esau. He says that <clears throat> it's not your fault, it's not the Jewish people's fault, Shibut Malchi is it's everybody else's fault besides yours, and therefore he punishes them instead of us. That's the Chazal. So we see a little bit of a, try to understand the Oymik of that Chazal, because it seems to be not a fair thing. I was the one who did the chet, and I'm blaming it on someone else. I have my own bechira, I have my own free choice, right? So we started to go into a little bit the oimik of exactly how tshuva works, and then to see how the rachamim of Yom Kippurim work. With our little step, how does the mercy of Yom Kippur work, okay? So we mentioned yesterday Masil Sisharim. The Masil Sisharim says, that the way tshuva works is akiras harotzim ka akiras hamaisa. When a person has harotzim retroactively about what he did, that's akiras harotzim. He takes away his will that he had b'shafs maisa on the chet. It's ka akiras hamaisa. It's as if the maisa never happened. Something that needs a hezba. B'shafs maisa. You wanted it. You made a decision. You have free choice. You will boicher. And now, later after the fact, you say, Akira Sarotsun. Okay, very nice. Akira Sarotsun, but at the end of the day, the Maisa was done. It was done willingly. It was done Barotsun. You held liable, you, you held accountable for it. What? You had a no. So he says, Tachasahano, you have the Tsar. Okay, well, the Maisa. At the end of the day, you had a no. You're accountable for it if you don't do tshuva, right? Because you did it. So how does the Akiris HaRotzim work Akiris HaMaisa? So we started a big Yisoyed, uh, which needs to be developed. I'm going to take it from a little bit of a different angle than I said it yesterday, although it's the same Yisoyed Ba'etzim. Okay? So there's a Maral that says something very deep. He says that Shuva is coming Metzad HaGuf, V'loi Metzad HaSech, meaning, if a choyt, a person sins from his seichel, then there's not shayich tshuva. It's only shayich tshuva when the aver is coming mitzad haguf. And then he says, this sounds very encrypted, I'm going to explain it. And then he says that that's what the Gemara means. Ein adam choyte el adam oiva aver elam kem nichnas boi ruach shtus. Ruach Shtus means that it's not coming with Tzad Seichel. 
So coming with tzad ruach shtus that comes from the guf. And therefore he says, in many places in Chazal we find that Hashem has a charoin af if a person doesn't do charota after the sin. We find by Shaul uh, HaMelech, by Kayim, by even the Sipuna says by Miriam and Aaron, it says after Hashem told them, Musr, why they spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that he left them with Haroin So he says because they didn't do like Dovin HaMelech who said Chatosi on the spot. It explains because if you're not Mishcharet Miyad, it means that the Avera came inside the Seichel. Now what does that mean? I'll try Mazra a little bit. So we have to really go into the Sipuno in Parshas Bereshis, where is Mazbe, the process of how a sin takes place. He says there's two koiches in the Odom. There's a koich ha-medame, which is the dimyon of the Odom, and then there's a koich ha-mes'ur, the taiva of the Odom. That means that he says that the koich ha-mes'ur, the koich ha-taiva, would not a, a person could control that if a seichel is operative. But since first he goes into a fantasy, into a lack of clarity, the Mela in the fantasy world, there's a mokum for the taiva to be chal and take place. And then the maisa comes later. That means it's beginning in the mind, really. There's really a process. In the mind there is demyoinus, there is false thinking, Ruach Shtus, which when that becomes in your brain, like as if it's real, it, it attaches together with your Rotson, and then at the end it goes into an action. But that's how the process of sin takes place. Okay? And now, so the process of Tshuva has to go back into the brain. If a person could see with clarity, what's MS and what's Sheker, and he realizes that it was the Ruach Shtus, and it was the Dimyan that created the Ratzin and all that, and that's not really me. That was a Ruach Shtus that overtook me, but it's not really me. That's the beginning of Tshuva. That's the Aschola from Tshuva. That's the Aschola from the whole Tshuva, which really creates the Akiras HaRatzin. What creates that Kiris HaRotzen is that the Mafrei, you look back and you see the Harotzen that you have is, it's not really me. It wasn't my decision. It was a Ruach Shtus that took over me. It was a Taiva and Ruach Shtus that, that took over me and made me think crumb. And make, made me think that this is something that's unbelievable and correct and whatever it may be. And now I have Harotzen from it. It's not me. Right? That's where the, that's where the, the charata step takes really takes place over there. That means it comes out moist of another knech. <clears throat> the maral says it's only shaykh tshuva in a different place. The maral says it's only shaykh tshuva. If b'shas ma'isa of the chet, you're still connected to Hashem. It means it says tshuva comes from the word shav. Shav is shin is the second to last letter of the alphabet. The olive base. And base is the second letter. That means olive and tough is still intact. The sin was only between base and shin. The person is still connected to the Rabbi Yishalam. It means that his neshama and his pneumias and his ruts and his still to do the ruts and Hashem has clarity. But he was fogged up. 
So when he's doing tshuva, he's going back to the aleph and the tov, that it was b'shas the basia. That means the b'shas the basia wasn't me. It was the ruach shtos. It was the Yetzirah, it was the Gimnion, it was that that was actually influencing me. And it wasn't my true inner will to do that thing. Right? That's called that it's Mitzad the Guf, not Mitzad the Seichel. It means I'm two people. I have a Seichel and I have a Guf. So if the Guf is overtaking me, that's not really me. That's really the Guf, it's not really me. The Odom is a Seichel. Mainly that's why Shaykh the Tshuva, and that's why Shaykh the Akira Sarotzim. That we done it, obviously it's Rachamim. That Akolosh does it as if you were forced or a Rosh Tus took you over and it wasn't you. The was done, but it's not Mesiachas and Hilchas Maisim. A person who only does a Maisim berotzim, bedas, beheskim. It's called his Asiyah. In all Kenyanim you see that. In all my Saveris, you see that, because that's why Oynes is part from Oynes. Because we don't say that it's your doing. It was done through your body, it happened through you, but we're not Messiahes the Maisa to you. So the Ruach Shtus says that we're not Messiahes the Maisa to you. Avada was done, but not, not your doing, because it wasn't a conscious doing. It wasn't your Seichel that was Mechaimed, right? The person doesn't have Charata afterwards. That means he says, it still makes sense. He has all the tunes. So, this is what I want to do. That means he's holding that the Aver is Mitzad the Seichel. Mitzad the Seichel is not Shai Charata. Charata is only Shai if I realize it wasn't me. It was a Ruach Shtus. It was the Gof. It wasn't me. Right? The to this, it says in the Svarim, when it's Mazbir, the Oymek of how the Seir, on Yom Kippur, in the Beis HaMikdash, the the slicha, the mechil, the chapor, the tire came through the avoider of the different goats. You see, look, we have over here, we got from Rabbi Heba, this whole avoider siyam ha-kippurim. It goes through the whole exact process. It's very nice, explained, and, and uh, you know, pictures and everything, but the mice, you should go through it. It'll be nice over Shabbos. You get a little feeling of what your davening is about. But the, the siyam, two goats, right? So one goat is Lashem in the base of English. The other goat they throw it down Lazazel. Okay. So the Gemara says that the dam of the Seir Lashem, they bring it to Kodesh Kadoshim, is Mechaper on Tumas Migdash Vekadoshim. So the way the, the Balei Machshova speak this out is that the person himself is the base of English. The human being is his mind. Because the neshama of the person is in his mind. So his body, his mind, his life, that's the base amigdash. So when he, the beginning stages of, of sin is that first hirhurim, thoughts, krumah thoughts, tome thoughts, ruach shtus goes into the guy, metame the base amigdash. Eventually it creeps down to the rotsen, to the maisim, right? So the first thing is we have to makadish the moyach. In the lave. How they makadish the moich in the lave is that they take the dam of the seir hachai, the seir of the lashem. The dam represents the chukan, the rotzen, and the cheshek of the person. They put it in the koyish kadoshim. It means he disconnects and disassociates with his old way of thinking 
That's the first step. After that, it says that the seir lazozel is yamot chai, has to be alive. Can't make tikkun ha-maisim. The Gemara says that the seir ha-mishtalech is besakin the maisim. You can't make tikkun ha-maisim until you make tikkun of the shayrish of the maisim, which is the machshav. Similar to this, it's brought down in Svarim and the Sifre Machshava about the comparison between tshuva and going into a mikveh. Mikveh takes away tumor, right? So doing tshuva is like going into a mikveh. The way they understand how the process of mikveh works is that a human being, when he lives in the world, his chiyus, his vitality, his whole chiyus is because he's in the makam where he can live. On the ground, on the dry, on the dry ground. The atmosphere, everything from the world, that can, that gives him the chiyus, right? Now when he goes into water, when a person immerses in water, there's no chiyus for a human being in the water. Can't breathe, right? Can't live there for too long. Very short period of time, right? In the water. So, the point is, what was a person, when a person was choyte, he wasn't just doing a maisachet. His whole environment, and his whole outlook and his whole thing was based on his world that he was living in. He was living in a world that was Gashmias and materialistic and the Yetzirah was, and the Kayachadimian had an influence on his thinking, right? So he has to get out of that world and be born again, so to speak. And going to a world of Kedusha where he lives with Ashkacha Pratis, he lives with Akkadish Borchu. So first he has to go into the mikveh, he has to immerse into the mikveh, which is a psikas hachius. It stopped the chius that he had until he went into the mikvah, because he immersed himself into a mokum that has no chius from his environment, and now he can start again michodosh. Doesn't mean that there's no work, but he has to start michodosh. And that's really because the point is, all that other stuff, so the way some of the sparma mazbir is the reason why tumma comes off, and Chet comes off by going into the mikveh because it's taken not your pneumius. It's not your essence. So since it's not your essence, so Omele was only your attachment to your environment and the dimion that you were living in. So Omele, if you get out of the environment and you go into the mikveh, so Omele, you detach from that. Now you can go back to your real self. Your real self is in the Shama. Your real self is in the So it's the process of Seirim, it's the process of mikveh, and what we're saying is the process of tshuva. The process of tshuva is that I am getting back to clarity. And I'm realizing that what I did was a ruach shtos, and it wasn't me. And that's the nituk that I have from Chad. That's the starting point. That's really what Rabbeinu Yonah says in Shai Tshuva, that the ikka tshuva ba'etzim is the charata. That's the toivu b'mikveh. He says the toivu b'mikveh is the charata. He says vidui is the same as charata. Vidui is just expressing the charata. It's a higher madrega, right? And and really the truth is that's really Rabbi Yonah holds the ikra tshuva. He says is charata vidui and what he calls aziva sachet and his aziva sachet. His there's two levels of aziva sachet. I don't want to start giving you a whole share on Rabbi Yonah now, but the level, the main level of aziva sachet is to throw away the machshevis. A person was on a derech like toiva tovid, he had a machshavis of him, and he thinks that way. That becomes his way of thinking. Kovid is, makes sense to him, taiva makes sense to him, redifas ha-mobin makes sense to him. So he has to make azivas machshavis achet, which is all part of the charata process. 
So Azivasa, Machshavasachet, the Charot, the Navid, that according to Rabbeinu Yonah is Tshuva. That's Tshuva. Why is that? Because that's like the, what the Masil Sashon was saying. You're going to Mafre, you're making Akira Sarotzen. Everything that's all in your brains. That's where it's happening. Now that you're cleaned up, Avada, you have to start working on yourself going forward and making uh, changes in your life. But, this, but really what the tshuva is, the tshuva that cleans the chet, that knocks out the chet, is disassociating you from it. It's not me. That's the, that's the point of it. That's the ruach shtos of it. And that's why a person has to be moed. Ah, it wasn't me. Because the way the morale is saying it, if you're not mischaret and you're not moed, and the thought is that you may still make sense. That means it's coming from your seichel. When, when people have seichel, there's no harot in seichel. Seichel, seichel. Harot only has to be coming with tzad guf. Got it? That's what he says. So the point's like this. I think this is a very deep point that we have to mazme. It's basically on the kedusha of Yom Kippur is to come to clarity. That's really what it is. It's the clarity. Kedusha's Yom Kippur gives you the clarity to see that all the ma'asim you were doing was really a ruach shtus coming from dimyan, coming from the ashpa of your, of your dimyan and your taiva. It's not you. The ritzoyneinu and my seichel is lasas ritzoynecha. Right? That's the asoyt from Yom Kippur. Kippur is like a mikveh. It's like the, you have the seir, you have the kedusha sayoyim. That's the point of what Yom Kippur really is doing. But now... We have to just masbe something because there is a lot of madregas to this. This is something that's very tricky because we're talking on the highest level. The highest level of a guy, mikveh, comes into the mikveh and he sees that through all gashmias and all materialism and the, he sees the, the, the false world and he sees the sheket world and he sees the, the dimyan world and he realizes that he's been living in dimyan and ruach does. And now he wants to enter the world of Eino and Muvada, and that's the only true world, right? That's a very black and white thing. Amela, any kinah, sinah, taivus moment, all that now, the way we're being masbered, has to come to a guy clear that that doesn't make sense. That's, a, that's like a shtus. It's not such an easy level to come to a madrega, to see that everything is a shtus. Mamash a shtus. You know what I'm saying? Not to have tainas on the rabbinish level, but things are not going your way, and 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 and, and deserving. It should, I mean, everything is a shtus. All these things are a shtus, right? So that's a very high level. So we have to know. This is a, it's late now, but we have to know. If you give me one more minute, let me try to masbe this. Every person has a different level, which is expected of him, that he should see that that's a shtus. But he's not expected on a different level. That's not his uh, expectation. Meaning, if you listen to certain, read certain Sifre Musa, very Sharfa Sifre Musa, I don't advise it for you, but in Sharfa Sifre Musa, if you see what they refer to as Gile Arayas, you will faint. You understand? Even from the Gemara, it's like, if, uh, if you say one extra word, unnecessary word to a woman that's already a, a Hiskashus and Gile Arayas, that's expected on that level. You follow? It's not expected on your level. Each person has in his level what's expected to him to know between what's clear and what's considered a ruach shtus on his level. So even though the viduim are written by Ravnissen Goyim, you know, he's writing things on a very high level because that's him on a very high level. We have to know how to apply it on our level. 
Every person has a level where Chavdas Hamamun is already out of control. With Taivas, with Kinna, Sinna. There is a level that you have to know yourself. It's the Beficho Bobovcha. We have to know that's not me. You have to know where your place is. That's what Elia Desla says that the way it works is there's an Akuda Sabahira, which means you have to look at it like two armies fighting over territory. The territory behind this army belongs to them. The territory behind that army belongs to them. And now they're fighting over here. This is where the fight is. If one conquers, the, the fight moved over. Right? So every person has an Akuda Sabahir. It means what he already accomplished, what he already has is his, that's his. What's not in the fight, what's territory that he hasn't come to yet, that's not his business. His business is only in the Shetach of his Muqabah. So you have to know how to read all the Svarim and all the Viduyim. You have to know how to read that because you have to know where is Gazalnu in your Shetach of Avayda? Where is Taiwan in your Shetach of Avayda? Where is Sheker in your Shetach of Avayda? Not in someone else's. In your own. That's the way to approach the, the thing, okay? We'll stop here for tonight.